This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni. On VSIN, the sports betting network. It's hour two of this Wednesday edition of the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. Michael Lombardi and Stormy Bonantoni with you. Remember, if you missed any of our, our conversation from the previous hour, you can download the, the Lombardi Line. See, I can get it out there, Michael. It's my job. As well as the VSIN yeah. Best Bets podcast wherever oh, yeah. you get your podcast. You can't miss Asante Samuel's commentary on Belichick. That was so insightful. I can't. I, people have to listen to that. I mean, my Lord, that guy knows what he's talking about. It's brilliant. You know, I'm beginning to learn over my my last couple months with you, Michael, that there are things that can get you hot. We're going to add Asante Samuel to that list with Justin Fields, with not saying anything bad about Tua. Like, I'm getting it. I'm picking it up. I, I, I am a big believer. Look, I think everybody has a right to speak their mind, to say what they believe. But I like to have some facts behind it, right? If you don't want to put Joe Montana in your top five quarterbacks like Danny O doesn't want to do over at the Worldwide Leader, he has every right to do it. But you got to exp- you got to acknowledge the guy is unbelievable. You, if you don't study what he did or understand the games, it, it's ridiculous. There's no proof. Asante Samuel just comes out and says Belichick's not a good coach. Just ask anybody. Well, he didn't ask me. I mean, he didn't ask half the players that have played for him. I mean, it's ridiculous. And so, but, you know, it's like what we, I wrote about this for the Daily Coach about a month ago. And it's true. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to be great or achieve anything to get, to become famous. It's, it it really just, you could just say something stupid. You know, look at the girl that, you know, that now all of a sudden the Miranda Lambert concert you know, that, that they're taking selfies in front of her. She got mad. And the people that were taking the selfies are famous now. I mean, it's just it's just what it is. Stormy, yeah. it's just what it is. It's like anything to get headlines now. And you know that the Patriots and Bill Belichick and Tom Brady in that conversation sells. So 
what are you doing right now? You're just getting yourself back in the conversation. Seems seems as simple as that. And while that was one thing that was on your mind, I drove you to that, so I apologize. There are many other things that have been on your mind over the last 24 hours. So here's today's edition of What's on Michael's yeah, Mind. What's been lingering in your brain overnight? Well, I mean, the Nick Saban thing was irritating the hell out of me, and I talked about it earlier. But the one thing I think, since we are a betting network and we are a handicapping network, I think the one thing that's been on my mind a lot is trying to figure out the Jimbo Fisher-Bobby Petrino dynamics in their relationship. When I was in, when I was at the Oakland Raiders and Dal Davis wanted to move on from North Turner, I believe there was a criteria of what would be successful as the head coach of the Oakland Raiders. And it had to be somebody who could coach the quarterback really well. It had to be somebody who kind of had a nasty disposition, if you will. Somebody who wouldn't take no easily. Somebody who kind of had a strong belief in who he was and wasn't going to allow Al to just walk all over him. And then the third thing was somebody that was going to fit the mold of working in that environment. And the, and really the best candidate was Bobby Petrino. Mm-hmm. Now, I know he went on the next year to Atlanta and he failed miserably. But had he come to Oakland at that time, it was the right situation. And, and, and he and I have had many conversations about this since then. And he should have done it. And he knows it. And I know how good of a coach Bobby is. I've watched him at Arkansas make players really good in the offense work. And then I've watched him at Southeast Missouri State or one of those. And, and all of a sudden, they move the football. And at Louisville, he moved the ball. So for me, you know, him going to A&M is a huge upgrade because I don't have the same level of respect or confidence in Jimbo Fisher as a play caller. And when Jimbo Fisher said that they're getting along and he lumped himself in there as a good a coach as Bobby, I kind of laughed at that, right? Because that's not the case. Like, (laughs) Bobby is the coach. Jimbo's the PR relations. Jimbo can convince everybody he's got a really good offense when you go there and you say, wait a minute, this is like – this is really not a very good protection scheme and there's some issues here that would be exposed in pro football. So – I think to me, knowing how good Texas A&M with Jimbo, give him credit, he has recruited, and the ability that Bobby has to call plays, make an offense work, and take advantage of a defense, I think has got a chance for Texas A&M to go over that eight-and-a-half win total that's been put out there. And I will be curious if he actually lets him call plays because the quote I saw from Media Days is from, from Jimbo Fisher, he'll call a lot of, hopefully he'll call the game, We'll have, I'll have suggestions on things we do, whether it's offense or defense. Every coach is always involved. So he's like kind of sidestepping. I'm going to be hands-off, but I'm also going to be hands-on here. Well, he has to keep up. Look, Jimbo's done a great job of marketing Jimbo, right? <laughs> I mean, if you talk to the, 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 the Paul Feinbaums of the world or anybody, they tell you, oh, what a genius offensive coach he is. You know, that's the first thing out of most of the media in the South. Because he's done a great job of doing that. Look, here's the reality. When you care about your media relations, you get away with a lot. When you don't, like Belichick, you don't get away with anything. You got people coming after you. It's just as simple as that, right? You know, Ron Rivera, he's not under any any heat. Nice guy. Ron's very cooperative. Mm-hmm. Bell, oh, he's under heat. So you got to understand how this all plays out. And Jimbo's very good at creating this image that he's this guru of offense when there's no roo in the goo, right? <laughs> there's just none. And he's being and so, paid like he is that guru as well, of Michael. Course. <laughs> right, but he was told, Stormy, he was told 
Remember, Bobby Petrino takes the job at, at UNLV. He's going to yeah. work for Barry Odom at UNLV because he loves football. I mean, one thing about Bobby, he loves football. You know, and he's and his ego didn't get in the way of saying, I got to be the head coach or nothing. He, I want to coach ball. So he came, comes to UNLV, and then finally, A&M, the people at A&M made it very clear to Jimbo that, you know, you got to do this. You have to do this because if Jimbo doesn't, he was going to get fired. If it wasn't for the enormous contract that Jimmy Sexton got for yeah. him at Texas A&M, he would have been fired last year. Yeah, and like Lord, I mean, imagine this. Lord knows Nick what the Saban's legacy is in question, <laughs> right? Nick Saban's legacy is in question. And Jimbo Fisher is just going to keep smoothing on. Go ahead. I'm sorry for interrupting. Oh, you. no, I was just saying, and I, I, Lord knows what the buyout number is at now because there's still so much to go on this contract. But just to bring a little context to the big picture here, last year for Texas A&M, first losing season for the Aggies since 2019, went five and seven, two and six in SEC play. After a preseason number six ranking in the eight people, they lost five games by six points or fewer, did have some injuries and quarterback problems, but 101st finishing position in the nation in scoring averages 22.8 points per game only went over 24 points against FBS opponents twice all season long. I'll give them credit. They did go toe to toe with Alabama in that game last year, beat three top 15 teams when they played them. Not that they necessarily finished in that spot. LSU though, um, at the end of the season who ended up playing for an LSU title, they got that win. But this is why you bring somebody like Bobby Petrino into college station to begin with, because the talent is there, and you see that, and you know year after year, Jimbo Fisher, what he really is good at is recruiting, and he gets the people there. But this, these high-level, um, high-profile prospects largely don't turn into the players that they're rated to be under him. And I don't know if it's him. I don't know if it's a strength coach or a position coach or what needs to be changed, but maybe Bobby Petrino can be that missing piece to put everything together. They're a top-five roster in the country based on the number of four- and five-star players that they have on that mm -hmm. roster, they should take a step forward. The uh, the win total this year sitting at eight um, in the schedule, h highs and lows in terms of toughness here for sure for A&M. Yeah, I mean, look, here, here's the other thing. It's just there was no accountability. I mean, how many of those five stars, you know, got thrown off the team? Or remember there were guys yeah. in the locker room. There are all sorts of problems there last year. Look, the, you know, it's one thing, again, all due respect to Asante Samuel, it's another thing to bring talent in. But talent has to get coached. Talent has to be held accountable. Talent just doesn't show up and all of a sudden we're going to play. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, oh, you know, we're, we're talented. We can go win, right? We've seen that act before. It doesn't work. Now, what I think Bobby will do is he'll make the quarterback play better. Yeah. I mean, Connor Wegman will play really well. And if he doesn't play well, Max Johnson, the transfer from LSU, will probably go in there, or they'll put Marcel Reed in there, the freshman. But somebody's going to play good at quarterback because I've seen it at Louisville. My son worked yeah. for Petrino for three years at Louisville, and they know how, he knows how to get the quarterback to play well. And if he does that with this offensive line and their skilled players, I think they're going to be a tough out. I know they have a tough schedule, but when you look at it, look, they should beat New Mexico, Monroe, right? You know, Auburn's not the same team they once were. Arkansas, I mean, every team on that schedule they can compete with. They've competed with them. Eight wins is not impossible at all. Yeah. Nine wins is I impossible. I was going to say, if they win that week two game at Miami, 
And Auburn, you said, not what they once were. Arkansas, yeah, they return a veteran quarterback in K.J. Jefferson, but not really a whole lot around him. They could have realistically be 5-0 and undefeated walking into that game against Alabama, a big, two important two-week stretch against Alabama and Tennessee that will really determine who this team is going to be and if they're going to start living up to some of that. And to your point about Petrino and upgrading what Connor Wegman could do at quarterback, a guy that played in five games last season, started three, and really it seems started to at least figure some things out late in the season for him. He is the type of coach, and I don't know him personally like you do, but that does a good job of simplifying things and simplifying a playbook, whereas Jimbo Fisher, I've heard people talk about like, throwing the the cheesecake factory menu type of a playbook and verbiage at guys that it's not exactly the easiest as I say. You've seen a cheesecake factory yeah. menu, right? It's like 50 pages. So kind of a, a different perspective. Right. I've seen it. I, 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 I actually, I, I kind of quote, that's my quote. That's what that's from you, you know, when, when they hold it up there. That's from me. Yeah. That's my quote. The cheesecake factory men, a playlist. Yeah. When mm. a guy, he's got 17, we can't run all those plays. Good stormy. You know, and Jimbo's got his, you know, he can't see. He's got his glasses on. He's looking down. I mean, and it's always the player's fault why the play didn't work. It's never his fault. Well, you got too many plays. You know, it's the old saying, you can't cook it all good. All I know for sure is that I need to find out how to get a recording of the headsets between Fisher and Petrino on the sideline. Like those two fiery personalities. Oh, gosh. That's all I need. Okay, last week, we started looking at week one NFL lines and using Michael's infinite wisdom and literary prowess to determine what would the headline be given a certain result. We got more of that coming up next. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services.
This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni on VSEN, the sports betting network. The NFL betting guide is out now and our college football guide's coming in just a couple weeks. Only VSEN Pro subscribers get all the tools to prep for the college and NFL seasons. Our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on futures and season win totals. Sign up before the end of this month. And you'll get both guides and full VEASAN Pro access all the way through the Super Bowl at our early bird discount, just $175. You can also sign up for the monthly subscription. Get those first 30 days for $19. See everything we have here at VEASAN to up your betting game. Again, this offer ends at the end of the month, July 31st. Do not miss out on our preseason deals. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. That's where you can do it. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber and join us today. Love all of the college football talk that we had going on today media days I think really we start to see some headlines that are coming through and makes for fun conversation we know that that first weekend zero week at the end of August is going to be here before we know it same thing with the NFL players reporting for training camps the rookies a lot of rookie te- rookies reporting for teams yesterday saw Patrick Mahomes even bringing his suitcases in and that led me Michael to get back on the train that we started last week when it comes to some of these week one NFL lines where We look at the spread, get your opinion on the game, but also if this certain situation were to happen, what the headline would be. And you crushed it last week with some of the fun headlines. So I'm super excited to do this exercise again today. I love it. Yeah, I would love to do it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think to me, there's such always an overreaction. And Mm -hmm. I keep going to keep saying this all year. Pro football, the Sunday game different than the Saturday game. The Saturday game's a lot about the talent level. The Sunday game's a lot about the matchup. And so when we overreact, a lot of it is because the matchups filtered and the the dog won because the matchup favored them. Whereas on college football, those upsets, it's just kind of maybe when A&M loses to Sam Houston or one of those teams they lost to last year, it's just poor coaching. Mm-hmm. Well, let's get into some of these games. We'll start with... Yeah. The Jacksonville Jaguars at the Indianapolis Colts. Colts are getting three and a half points at home. Total 43 and a half. Now, let's say Anthony Richardson, not quite ready yet to be under center. So Garner Minshew starts and looks incredible in that opening game against the Jags. What's the headline? And do you think that that's the reality? Uh, (laughs) I I don't think it's, I don't think it's, uh, not not a reality. I think it's, it could be a reality. Okay. It could be. I think the headline would be, hey, hey, Gardner Minshew. There's an old Jimmy Buffett song, hey, hey, Gardner McKay. You know, and I think that that would be the perfect thing. Hey, hey, Gardner, we don't need A-Rod. You know, I think that would be the headline because Minshew kind of has, you know, that kind of flair to him. The mustache is back. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. Everybody loves that mustache thing with Gardner <laughs> Minshew has. And, you know, the mustache, you know, blocks Rayrod or something like that. I think to me that would be the case because everybody's going to run away with Minshew being the guy. Minshew mania returns yeah. to Indianapolis. We got to bring it in. Minshew mustache mania returns to Indianapolis. The NFL's there Tom Selleck. What a guy. Yeah. Um, But, okay, I think that – that at least for me, my general thought process with the Colts and their quarterback situation is I think that Gardner Minshew's probably going to prove to be more ready, but at the same token, Anthony Richardson, a guy who's only had 13 starts in his college career, needs to have the reps as much as possible, but you also want to ease him in and not put him in a tough situation. I think Gardner Minshew starts week one. I'm curious how you feel and 
And if Gardner does start, how many weeks does he get before Anthony Richardson steps in? I think he gets September four weeks. I think he has to start, you know, week one. But I say that because this is not the case where Shane Steichen, the head coach of the Colts, is going to be able to ever stand in front of his team and say, Richardson's better than Minshew. Mm -hmm. He's going to have to stand in front of his team and say, Richardson's more talented than Minshew. Because there's no way. It's like the other day when we had the beat writer Underwood on from the, the, the Titans and he laughed at the notion about Will Levis beating out Tannehill, right? There's no way Vrabel's going to walk into the team meeting and say, well, we're going to start Will Levis, right? He's not ready yet. It's so far from being ready. It's the same thing. But Steichen could say Richardson's more talented than Minshew. There's no question. And it gives us a better chance to make big plays. And everybody's got to pick up the slack. A lot of it's in the messaging to the team because the coach has to sell the team on the quarterback, not the media, not the fans. He's got to sell the guys in the locker room who are going to play. And if Richardson has good camp and he has a, makes plays, I could see him starting earlier than that. And I would say this. If you're Jacksonville and you're in a three-and-a-half-point favorite, you probably want Minshew because you don't have to worry about quarterback movement. Whereas Richardson, you're worried about rush lanes, you're worried about quarterback runs, and you're worried about those loose plays. You're not worried about him running a consistent offense. You're worried about him making two or three plays that cause you yeah. to lose the game. Letting his athleticism take over, and then who knows what happens. The The season win total for the Indianapolis Colts coming off the 4-12-1 season last year, okay. sitting six before and a half. Before we jump ahead, before we jump, I, I'm a little bit surprised this line's just three and a half. I really am. Yeah, especially considering all of the late season love for Jacksonville coming off yeah. of last year. But, I mean, that I think goes to your point that maybe, A, the Jaguars aren't as good as we think they are. And, I mean, also, they are on the road week one. Those early season games are always a little bit of a toss-up of what you're going to get out the gates, no? Yeah, I, I agree. And th they're always a little more difficult to handicap. But I'm a little surprised based on the perception of it, of Jacksonville yeah. And there's really no perception of Indy. Sure. One uh, headline we talked about a little bit earlier today was Dak Prescott and the interceptions. This week, one game against the Giants, Sunday Night Football on NBC. While I know that we both believe that there will be progress made for Dak Prescott throughout the course of the season, that that interceptions number will lower. Let's say Mike McCarthy doesn't run the dang ball as much as he says he's going to right out the gates. Dak ends up in a situation where he's passing a lot, throws two interceptions, and the Giants absolutely blow out the Cowboys despite – I mean, again, I'm not super high on the Giants this year, and I think that Dak is going to progress. But let's say that they revert to bad habits. He throws two picks. The Giants have a huge win. What do you think the headline's going to be? The, the headlines will be Jerry's dump fire. You know, it's going to come back to Jerry Jones. It's going to be a dump fire for the Cowboys, America's team in a dump fire. I mean, because it's not that the Giants win as much as it's the Cowboys lose. And if they get blown out, the focus is going to be on McCarthy and Jerry. And it's going to be – and the narrative is going to be McCarthy's not going to be able to, you know, coach the team. And it's going to be, you know – how much longer will McCarthy be the head coach? And you'll see on the back page of the New York Post, you'll see Jerry Jones with those sad eyes wondering, you know, it's Jerry's dump fire and he's going to have to make a decision. That's going to be the overreaction easily. Michael, do you think that in Jerry Jones' lifetime that the Cowboys will win another Super Bowl? 
No, I don't. Mm. I don't. That's tough. I really don't. Especially I don't given see... the talent they have. Well, I think they have always had talent. I think they do a really good job of player procurement. I think they have a hard time bringing the team together. I think they have a hard time making all three things work. I think there's too much interference. Remember, they've never dedicated a monument to a committee. And so because of the committee mentality, it's hard to get anything done. I think it affects them, when, especially when it comes crunch time. I mean, when you look at, the, at some of the advantages they've had playoff, they've had home field advantage and they've lost it. Winning close games requires alignment. It doesn't require, require everybody being on the same page. It requires alignment. And sometimes alignment's really hard in Dallas since Jerry runs the team. Cowboys a three-point favorite in that first week game against the Giants, total 46 and a half. And we know what's happened to them in each of the last two years. Double-digit wins, make it to the postseason, knocked out by the 49ers in this past year, shot themselves in the foot en route to doing so. One more on this last 90 seconds before we have to hit the break. Deshaun Watson looks like the old Deshaun Watson week one against the Bengals, and that line was a trap for a reason. What do you think the headline is? Uh, I would say that headline would be uh, the headline would have to be Brownies. Let's see the Cleveland Browns. The dog pound is barking. The dog mm. pound is barking. Would it be Deshaun's dog pound barking if he's the one that's if he's like looking like the well, QB of old? Well, I think if old? the Browns win, that dog pound, that dog pound, you know, the dog pound is so big there yeah. that the that that's barking. You're going to hear it barking. I wonder. Watson if, leads the dog pound. I love it. Yeah. I wonder if he does like really get back to the guy that they thought that they were paying for two years ago. Yeah, I mean that he has to, Stormy. He has to. You know, this can't go on. And what's going to go on if he doesn't, there's going to be a new coach coming in to coach him, just like Sean Payton's in there to coach the, to coach the head chef in Denver. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the head chef. Come on, Michael. I think Sean Payton and well, Russell he's the cook. Are going to be, yeah, Let Russ cook. Let Russ cook. You know, if Russ uh, doesn't play well, they'll be looking for a new cook. Nobody has more, like, headlines that bite them in the butt quite like Russell Wilson. Let Russ cook. Broncos country, let's ride. All anybody does, he's doing high knees on the plane going out of the country. I mean, it's just the, the, the list adds higher uh, and higher. How about that video he did with his wife? Did you see that video with his wife dancing? Oh, my yep. God. Yep. Let, let the man live, Michael. They're having fun out there. We got to hit the break. Harry Gagnon of the Against All Odds podcast is going to join us. He's on a heater. What plays does he have in Major League Baseball and the Open Championship coming up? This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSEN, the sports betting network. Back here on the Lombardi Line. Remember, everybody, become a VSEN Pro subscriber today, and we're going to hook you up. You get the daily email recapping all of the best bets from our show hosts and guests, plus unlimited access to the vcin.com slash picks page. Y'all want the picks. We know it, and you can sort them by sport, matchup, event date, and more. We also now have a top VSEN experts leaderboard where you can view betting records, profit, and ROI to see which of our experts has the hot hand at any given time. For VSEN Pro Picks, betting splits, power ratings, plus 24-7 video access, become a VSEN Pro subscriber today. Just 19 bucks when you sign up now at vcin.com slash subscribe. We're rolling along here alongside Michael Lombardi. I'm Stormy Bond and Tony, and back in his usual Wednesday spot, we bring in great friend of the show, Harry Gagnon of the Against All Odds podcast, 
former Las Vegas sportsbook supervisor at AAO Harry on Twitter as he continues his tour around the world. Harry, Michael is just telling me he's getting upset at these texts and jealous of everywhere that you're going just worldwide at this point. What's going on, man? Oh, everything's great. Just got uh, two hours ago, just arrived in Amsterdam, going to be in here for a couple of days. I sent Mike videos of uh, last night's show. Listen, Mike, it's not all that easy. It's not all that great. Listen, you got to, you got to, I'm in the front row. I'm standing for three, three and a half hours. These Springsteen jokes, doing some wear and tear on my ankles and my feet and, and legs, you know. So uh, I was in Vienna oh, last yeah. night, now back in Amsterdam. Oh, you know, Harry, I don't feel sorry for you. You told me last night in your text that the 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 Austrians love the uh, love loved it. I mean, the crowd was enormous, Harry. I've never, oh. I mean, I, I've been to many of shows, but these shows in Europe just seem enormous. It, it, you know, it's it, you, you go to the states, and if you're in front, they only allow a certain amount of people to get those seats. And when you're in front, when it's standing room only, in front, but. Here in Europe, anything goes. They sell, a, I don't know how many tickets are selling, but if you wanted to go to the bathroom last night, if you wanted to get a beer, I don't know how you were making it back to where you were standing. It was wild. It was insane. It was hot and humid yesterday, too. But, uh, again, the guy's unbelievable. You're, you're, you're a bigger fan than I am but uh, of Bruce. But I'm just going I'm going with my buddy, and we've been having a great time. And uh, we'll be in, uh, we'll be in um, uh, let's see, uh, we'll be in Germany on, uh, on uh, Saturday. Uh, Harry, a good friend of mine, uh, Dave Gosher, who's the play-by-play guy for the Vegas Golden Knights here in town, he must have taken a note out of your playbook because I was trying to track down RSVPs for my wedding this week. I text him like, hey, I haven't heard back from you on whether or not you're coming. And he goes, oh, sorry, been out of the country following Springsteen, Denmark first, Germany, then (laughs) Austria. So apparently everybody's living the dream except for your girl. I'll tell you, hey, uh, me too, Stormy. I'm not over there. Yeah. Don't come. Yeah. I want to meet this guy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, hey, Harry. Stormy, by the way, congratulations yeah. on, on getting married. And by the way, it's funny, Mike, real quick, Stormy, real quick. Once we caught on the train to go back to the hotel last night, met an American, started shooting the breeze about Springsteen and stuff. Stormy, what, what do you know? He was telling us he went to San Diego State. No <laughs> way. Love oh, it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What yeah. a small world. That's awesome. Um, hey, let's get into some of your plays, though. I know you've been crushing it at ExtraPoints.com. You're on a bit of a winning streak here, so let's keep it rolling into Major League Baseball today. Crazy day yesterday with some of the games and, and how things figured out yesterday. And we'll see if we have some more fun today. But what's your, your number one bet on the card looking at today's action? Yeah, I, I'm ExtraPoints.com. I, you know I put my po- picks up, my uh, video pick every single day. I'm doing a lot of stuff here in Europe trying to do something funny or crazy or historic or whatever. And I'm seven and one last eight. And I'm going to go with, of all teams today, I'm going to take the Tigers. I'm going to take the Tigers at minus 155. Also, I like them at minus one and a half at plus 115. Eduardo Rodriguez is on the hill. His last five road starts, he's given up two runs or less in all of them. And in four starts versus other AL Central teams, he's gone 22 innings, given up just three earned runs, and he's had 33 strikeouts in this game. And Kansas City starter Ryan Nurbro has an ERA of over 5.2. And Kansas City's just three and nine in the last uh, 13. Or excuse me, three and three and nine in the last 12. And taking the Tigers today against the Royals. Yeah. Well, let's shift over since you're in Europe. Let's go over to the Open, as they <laughs> call it. We know the weather is not going to be great. Uh, even though there's heat and humidity all throughout Europe. So how does the weather played into your handicapping at Royal Liverpool? Boy, 
I tell you what, Mike, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting because it is, it, I mean, I'm, I'm living, like I said, last night was uh, yesterday, Indiana was 90 and humid. It's going to be like that over there in, in England as well. It's going to be very hot and humid. I guess it's just guys who are physically fit can, you know, and, and just who know how to play links courses, you throw that, tie that together and who are, who are fit and are, can be able to deal with this type of pressure and number and this type of heat. And you know, you got to deal with the time change as well. The Americans do too. So I got a couple of plays that I do like. And listen, I, I'm doing it. I probably shouldn't, but at plus 575, uh, I'm taking the favorite and I'm pulling the trigger on Rory McIlroy. Uh, top 10 also, you can get him at minus 105. But the last time the Open was in Royal Liverpool in 2014, he won it. He got the job done last week at the Scottish Open, and he finished in the top five last five years, uh, last, last, top five last year, I'm sorry, at St. Andrews. He finished in the top 10 in six of the last seven majors, and he's finished no worse than tied for ninth in any of his last six tournaments. It, he's he's right there. It's 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 in his backyard, basically. Um, I think he can do it. I think he can go back to back. I'm taking Rory to win it at plus five seventy five. Not great odds, the favorite, but again, playing great golf right now in a top ten. I think that's pretty good value at only minus one hundred five. Yeah, you mentioned the form, and uh, of course, as you referenced, the fact that he's won on this on this course before, albeit a, a while back, but. It would be really, really exciting, not only for him, but I think a lot of people that are fans of the sport to see him end this nine-year drought and win another major championship. You've had success betting Rory recently as well. Scotty Scheffler, the other favorite here in the Open Championship odds. Are there other names, though, you think are worth a look that could make sense for this layout? How about Ricky Fowler? I, I like him also at plus 115 at for a top 20 finish. Also, I like him to maybe play, you know, you get top 10 at plus 260. But top 20 at plus 115, he's had a huge resurgence this season. Uh, finally got the monkey off his back with a win um, at the Rocket Mortgage in Detroit a couple weeks back. A couple weeks back, That was his first win in four seasons. Uh, excellent link-style golfer. He won the Scottish Open a few years back. And the last time the Open, again, again, the last time the Open was at Royal Liverpool in 2014, he finished tied. Second. Well, how about Victor Hovland? I know you like him. He's been, you know, he was competing here at the Open in America. He's he's kind of got the PGA. He was right there as well. What are your thoughts on him over in at, at Royal Liverpool? You know, it's my Mike. Sal makes the fun of me about a lot of these wacky bets that I come up with and plays. But how about this one? I do like Hovland, Mike. How about top Nordic player? There's 10 total players. You can get them at plus 150. Tied for fourth at the Open last year. Seven top tens on the season so far, including winning at the Memorial back in May. Scored a top 20 finish at the U.S. Open and was runner-up already this year at the PGA in Rochester, New York. Top Nordic, Victor Hovland at plus 150. Well, I know we usually talk, Harry, a lot of football on this show let's close things out here with you talking the world's version of football the fifa women's world cup coming up uh, set to begin tomorrow i believe at midnight our time overnight so good for our producer luke here who is the follow the money producer in the early morning they're gonna have live action on their tv screens which is pretty rare for that early window <laughs> uh, but i know you have a play here as it pertains to the world cup the u.s women's team the two-time defending champions and an angle to back them here at a good number what you got you can get it seven to one i, I did some investigating you can get it seven to one 
for the finals to be USA versus Germany at 7-1. to Germany's ranked number two in the world. USA, obviously, ranked number one. USA, uh, Alex Morgan and Megan Rapinoe. Rapinoe, by the way, is going to be coming off the bench here. Their fourth World Cup together. And Germany, Alex Pop has been fantastic. She's, she's 32 years old, but she can still put it in the net. And they have a 21-year-old. Keep an eye out for this name, Lena Oberdorf. Uh, one of the best defensive midfielders in, in women's soccer today. USA's got three World Cups. If Germany were to win this one, they would have three as well. I think those two are on a collision course to be in the finals. Germany, USA, to be in the finals. Don't have to give the winner. Just get, make it to the finals at 7-1. to one. Harry, great work as always. Appreciate you doing this. Oh, go ahead, Michael. You're jumping in. No, I was just going to say, Harry, enjoy the show. Are you going to oh, stay yeah. over there for the final show in Milan? I am. I am. I'm, I'm going there. I'm going to this uh, guy. Rotterdam. I'm going. I'm going. Uh, what is it? Friday night. I'm going then Sunday to Munich, and then why not? Got to go to Milan. Got it. I hate you, but I love you. Thank you, Harry. Get him off. <laughs> get, no him, more. get him out of here. Bye, Harry. Thanks for doing this. <laughs> Travel safe. I guess. Whatever. Sorry. Congratulations again. Thanks, Mike. See, and then he's nice to me. Ugh. Come on, Harry. Yeah. I'm angry. Uh, the U.S. Women's And he's National talking team. to San Diego State fans for you, too, Stormy. I know. He's just, come on, man. Living the dream. Uh, the U.S. Women's National Team, by the way, the favorite, plus 250 to win this year's Women's World Cup. They do not start tomorrow, but rather on Friday, one of two games. First, it's Spain against Costa Rica. Then Team USA against Vietnam. Vietnam in that game, a 65 to one underdog. Team USA on the spread, minus six and a half goals. If that gives you any perspective as to how that one might go, wow. we've got to take a, a break here. But coming back, wrapping things up here on the Lombardi Line. Don't go anywhere. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. 
Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni on VSEN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like bonus bets and bet insurance tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20, yes, I said 20, MGM Resorts properties located here on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. Sign up with BetMGM. Or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions do apply. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. You can visit BetMGM.com for all the terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager a new and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-drawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. We are wrapping up an awesome Wednesday edition of the Lombardi Line alongside Michael Lombardi, who's out on the East Coast in Jersey. Stormy Bond and Tony holding down the fort at our VEASAN studio at Circa Resort in Casino. And I know yesterday, Michael, you took a little bit of time, headed over to Philly to do some work with the book, but there's a lot going on in Philly right now with some quotes from Daryl Morey, some quotes from Joel Embiid. What's going on in 76ers offseason world right now? Well, you know, yesterday, Daryl Morey kind of spoke to the public. He was on the fan, the fanatic here in Philadelphia with Anthony Gargano. And he mentioned that, you know, look, Harden has made it clear he wants to trade. He still wants out. But then he defended his position saying, we're not trading Harden unless we get something back that can immediately impact this team that can give us the same level of play, whether it's through draft picks to acquire a star player or whether it's to get a star player. So that remains to be seen. Meanwhile, you know, we know that Embiid released, he wants to play for a champion. And then he added the tagline, if not in Philly, somewhere else. And this has kind of been brewing. And then all the New York Knicks rumors start to come out of the world. I mean, look, the the pressure's on Maury to do something with the team because for whatever relationships he's had with Harden, according to a lot of the NBA insiders, that's been fractured. And he'll fracture his relationship with Embiid if he doesn't get another player in there. And I think ultimately Embiid is going to, and I've said this to all my friends, I thought by September this would have come out. It actually happened two months earlier. So there are a few ways I want to go with this. Maybe let me start with the Embiid angle for what you said about wanting to win a championship, right? said whatever it takes, wherever that may be. More to that quote as I was kind of going through it, Something he said that he kind of got a pass for after the 76ers were bounced from the postseason this year for lack of context, he doubled down on in this quote where he said, it's not easy, but it takes more than one or two, three guys. You got to have good people around you and myself every single day. I work hard to be at that level so I can make it happen. So every day I'm working towards that. And he did win an MVP, but this goes back to like that individual stuff and not having the the team mentality. And I know right. you have plenty of issues with him as an individual to begin with. Well, I mean, he has no accountability. He actually thinks he's working hard. What everybody in the league knows, including now the Philadelphia beat writers are saying that if he ever got in elite shape, he would be better. I watched the documentary on Wilt Chamberlain the other night. And it was kind of funny. Of course, if you ask anybody in this generation who's better, Embiid or Wilt, they would say, oh, it's not even close, Embiid. 
I mean, Wilt ran sprints at Overbrook High School. He ran the hurdles. I mean, Wilt could run up and down the court. And listening to the players who played against him, like Jerry West or Bill Russell or any of those guys say how fast he was up and down the court and how he never got tired, it reminded me of what Embiid is always tired. And look, it's amazing how he takes no accountability for getting hurt. It's almost like, well, I got hurt. What could I do? Well, you know, you got hurt every time we have a playoff game, you're hurt. You know, I mean, the Toronto game where uh, Kawhi Leonard hit that great shot, I mean, they had to coax him into playing in that game. I mean, he wasn't going to play. I can remember being on the phone with an agent and asking him, is he going to play? And he's like, yeah, they're putting a lot of pressure on him. And they had to call call his former agent to get him to kind of talk to him about playing and how important it was. So, like, all the stuff, he puts stuff out. He's a master manipulator. He puts stuff out that allows him to not have any of the blame. Look, is he a talented player? Yes. Is he uniquely talented? Yes. Is he got great skill? Yes. Is he reaching his full potential? No. And this nonsense that he needs better players around him, when Jokic, how many great players are on Denver's team besides Murray? Well, and at least he finally got the MVP and is talking, well, he's not taking accountability for himself. At least he's talking about a team championship because before it was just like, I think I deserve MVP and I haven't gotten it. And you have actual NBA voters saying that they voted for him because he didn't have one when maybe previous years he deserved it more and Nikola Jokic deserved it more this season, but he didn't get rewarded because they didn't want to give him three in a row. It's just, it's a really, really interesting dynamic when it comes to that side of things. It's so weird. All right. It's a popularity contest. And you know, and 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 the people in the media pushed for him to get the award. I go back to this. I mean, you know, Nolan Ryan never won a Cy Young award. How is that even possible? How could the one of the greatest pitchers who pitched forever never win a Cy Young? It just shows you the politicalness that goes on. It's the it's the it's the who who likes who, who doesn't like who, who's mad at somebody else, who does this as opposed to just being objective and evaluating. There's agendas and everything. We see that today, you know, with the you know Paul Feinbaum's uh, critique. You know, Nick Saban's mm-hmm. legacy is on the line this year. Are you kidding me? Seriously? I I love by the way, Michael. Um, I looked up just an article kind of about exactly what Feinbaum said and the start, the lead sentence or two talking about what had happened was like, clearly we're just running out of things to talk about this off season because like, how can, how can a, a missing the playoffs, if Alabama, because the thing that Feinbaum said was that if Alabama misses the playoffs again this year, then it's reasonable to have Nick Saban's legacy in question, which I, I am a Feinbaum fan in general. I think he does a good job. That is absurd to say, and it's unnecessary for somebody of his level to say something right. like that. Well, when you say something as ridiculous as that, how do you have credibility on anything else? Like, how do you have credibility on anything else? You know, people say, well, Lombardi, you said that Stafford was being traded. Okay, now it's come out that, you know, that, that they tried to redo his contract. And then it came out that there was conversations. And then, of course, people said, well, it wasn't to the degree they were, you know, no. You know, look, I'm not putting something out there that I didn't get from somebody who knows mm-hmm. or some other or two people that know. So, like, I'm, I'm not trying to get clicks. Right. And you can believe it or you can't believe it. But when you're trying to get clicks, when you're just trying to create a story, when it makes no common sense. I mean, this is the problem we're in. We don't even understand. We think we think this is like for one minute. We think this player is great. But then when we see greatness, we won't acknowledge it. And he's, you know, he's in this bad, you know, he's got to prove it this year. I mean, come on. 
it, it, it's really comical how, you know, and I know we're running out, but there's things to talk about. There is things for That's what his job is. I was talking to somebody that covers the Southeast Conference, and they said he can't. He probably couldn't name four quarterbacks in the Southeast Conference, and yet that's what he covers. Come on, oh, it is. It is funny though. Just generally speaking, like the bigger picture topic that we discussed a little bit earlier in the in the show, just about getting clicks in general and the comments from Asante Samuel and getting yourself in the conversation and the girl from the Miranda Lambert concert. It goes on and on. I think that's just like a very, it's just the way of our culture and the way of the world these days that that's what's important to people. Right, and let's circle it back to gambling, Stormy. So really, all this nonsense that we're talking about, it really has to condition us as betters and oh, yeah. in the betting world to block the noise out, well, to and eliminate Michael, the noise. That's why I think that we're doing a service to the people on this planet when it comes to sports and sports betting because our, our guy, um, uh, what's his face? Femi Abebefe and coming up with the idea for news or noise, that segment that we throw to you every now and then, because sometimes you have to decipher through the nonsense to get to the reality of a situation and what's going to be impactful for us in the betting markets. It's so important, especially when we're handicapping Sunday's games, because as I said earlier, the matchups are always going to be a little bit different, you know? You know, it's it's not as easy as you know Texas A&M opens up with New Mexico. That's not that's a that's a that that game is going to be decided by you know how much A&M wins by, and you got to handicap the spread, right? But it's not a matchup game; it's a talent game. Sundays are all matchup games. The talent level's fairly even, right? C.J. Stroud's got to open up the season against Baltimore. He's never really called a play in the huddle. He's never had to move quickly. It's going to be a challenge for him. That matchup will be a problem. That's why the line shifts a little bit, whereas we have to block out the noise and say, okay, I know Stroud's having, we're hearing this, but let's get to reality. Michael, hopefully I don't get fired for drawing such a hard blank on my counterpart, Femi Abebefe's name. He and Elliot Bowman do, do a great job. I just, oh, well, we all do that. I'm I mean, it happens all the time. We've got so many names in our head. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, that's why we should nickname him. We'll just call him Justin Fields' agent. That's all. <laughs> I saw him at the window trying to sneak another bet in on Fields' MVP ticket. I saw it. He's got the Fields set up with the jersey behind him on one side, Tua on the other. Rocking it. We love it. Great stuff. Um, thank you again to Harry Gagnon for you, joining Luke. us. Yes, thank you. And Easton Gibbs from the Mountain West Conference joining us. Lots more coverage talking Mountain West Media Days here at Circa and beyond. Keep it locked on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. You guys are awesome. Have a great day. Good luck with your bets. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. 
Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 